When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Oh, oh yeah. my God. You're waking up with Sarah and Vinny. Oh, oh, look at that. Alice at 97.3. Calm down. Yep. They're on. Hello. Yep. Still. It's all true. It's Alice at 97.3. Sarah and Vinny, Alice's morning show. Today's National Thesaurus Day. Mm. I'm a huge Thothorth th- th- fan. Thothorth? It's hard to say, but it's a great Thothorth. Uh, the thesaurus, if, you, if you're a writer, I don't need to tell you, you've got to have a thesaurus. Just ask Stephen <laughs> King. That guy's always coming up with some word. I'm like, oh, that's a good word. Mm. If you're looking for the perfect word to convey your love or just a thought, and you don't want to repeat the same word over and over, amazing. <laughs> Where do you go? To the th- thesaurus, of course. <laughs> This guy, uh, Mark, sorry, Peter Mark Roger, in 18, he was a British doctor, and in 1805, he was like, you know what we need to have the word thesaurus mean something? So he spent the next 50 years compiling words that were similar to other words, and then, it. so he starts in 1805, and he releases Roger's thesaurus. In 1852, it almost took him 50 years. Oh, wow. It's like his life's work, this guy. And we just take it for granted. That's pretty rad. It is. It's I didn't amazing. Know that. That's cool. The name of the actual the actual name of Roger's thesaurus is thesaurus of English words and phrases classified and arranged so as to facilitate the expression of ideas and assist in literary composition. <laughs> that's just, that's what it's for. The thesaurus. Incredible. Incredible. Let's. Uh, we should find some. We'll find. Incredible and amazing similes, to similar words today. Synonyms. Is that what a thesaurus gives you? Uh, I think it's synonyms. Antonyms would be the opposite. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Thesaurus day. Enjoy. <laughs> Find new words today. Phenomenal. <laughs> oh, there you go. Amazing. Did you, well, did you look it up? <laughs> yeah, I did. I looked up pretty. You know, um, Pretty. I just put in the word pretty because I was thinking of pretty. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it turns I, out okay. that pretty, they go as in looker, as in relatively, like pretty close, as in nice, as in suitable, as in beautiful, and and on and so on. Like they, boy, they really have this arranged in a way that will help you be an amazing writer. Blah blah blah. We're going to start with Richard Simmons because Richard Simmons, you know, there is, so children gather around. There was a guy who, I, I want to call him like the father of jazzercise or something like Richard Simmons was a guy who had a 
show and videotapes, that's right, like large bulky cassette tapes you'd put in your video cassette player and you could do your daily workout to. He did sweating to the oldies. That's it. So yes. jazzercise was something totally different. And it's, uh, I never took it, but I know the moms in my neighborhood when I was a little boy did. We're doing so, jazzercise or yeah, sweating were, to the oldies? No, jazzercise. Sweating to the oldies was the, the video that people got. And I actually, I give the guy credit. He realizes and, you know, I guess it, it, it was a, there was a market for it. People don't like to go to the gym when they don't feel comfortable there. Right. So if you're overweight and you feel like I got to do this, but I don't want to walk in there, I'm going to be judged or mistreated or whatever. He put together something that people could do in their own home. I actually he probably made a fortune off of those things. He, I believe he did. Actually, I didn't look up his net worth, Brittany. Would you quickly do that? Oh, uh, sure. Because he's a recluse now. So Richard Simmons, he... He didn't invent aerobics. He didn't invent dancer size or, you know, whatever it came down to. But he did figure out how he was very energetic and had a kind of a cool personality and a weirdness. There was a weird factor with Richard Simmons. They say 20 million. Oh, he's worth 20 million currently? Uh, Currently. Completely comfortable in his isolation and seclusion. Mm -hmm. So he was a guy who started getting a lot of crap. People were calling him gay. People were making accusations about this and that. And look, these were like the 70s and 80s. And he started doing, and I don't know his whole story. And if you have it in front of you, please stop me. But well, I don't. And that's kind of what the story is about. Go ahead. He started doing bits with Letterman, and Letterman savaged him. But he kept going back because clearly it kept his name in the news and it was helping him sell these videos. But they were those appearances were that that was the bit. The bit was you're a weirdo cheerleader guy that no one can figure out. What's your deal, dude? Like, I guess that was. But something happened and he snapped like there. I don't know if someone threatened him or there was some kind of torture thing situation, but he suddenly turned off all channels to society and this was years ago actually in fact i want to say there's a podcast where it's like find and free richard simmons like prove to us that this guy's still alive like people suspected and maybe still do i don't know these conspiracy theorists that he was being held against his will people weren't allowing him to be seen that he and i think he was like a heavy dude and he did this dancing aerobic exercise stuff uh, and brought him and that was sort of his inspiration for other people. Like, look, this is who I was and this is who I became. And then he became the butt of all these jokes. And I think it finally just broke him. Although maybe he is being held against his will. I don't know. I don't know. I I would believe if he said that stuff never affected me, I would have trouble believing it. Right. He also used to do the Stern show and Stern used to savage him as well. And it was, that was the bit. It got his name out there and, but he was always made fun of. And I think it actually hurt him way more than he even let on. Right. And I'm sure there was a point where he finally went, I got enough money. I'm pulling up the, the, rope ladder to the tree house and I'm going to just stay in here and live until live out my days. And I, who can blame him? Y- so, if you made it and you're good, great. 
there have been rumors for a long time that there was going to be a biopic made of Richard Simmons and that and Polly Shore was sort of behind this. He really wanted to do this. He actually mm-hmm. made a short film about Richard Simmons, the exercise guru from the 70s children. Big he had like a fro and a big huge clowny smile. Uh he made a short film called The Court Jester. And so I I said to Bryn this morning, I'm like, "Hey, there's a link to it. Can you can you take a look at this little short film and uh, and Bryn comes back a couple minutes later. He goes, "Sarah, incredible." <laughs> and what? I'm like, "I'm all don't say another word." Should have found a different word. I should have lifted the. I, yeah, you should have looked in the thesaurus. Yeah, uh-huh. for that. So, <laughs> but he comes back and says he's he's just like, "Oh my god, Polly Shore as." I just didn't expect Polly Shore to pull it off as well as he did. Okay, tell me so why it's, you. Think it's a this- minute. It's a minute long. This is I, just a little trailery. thing. I shortened it to a lot less. Okay. Get 20-something seconds here. I'll just roll it for you, okay? What's my first rule? Like yourself. Your weight doesn't matter. If you like yourself, you're going to be fine. But I've been where you are right now. And where I'm right now is I just love myself. Every part of myself. And I think I can show you how to get here. Please welcome Richard <laughs> Of course, this is a lot longer, dragged out, and, uh, d- dramatic, but uh, I thought it, uh, it might be something to watch. So let me ask you this. I, we've just seen, okay, we're looking at the video and hearing the audio of uh, the Richard Simmons impersonation that Polly Shore is doing. And it looks like Polly Shore. Like, mm, I guess maybe we'll get lost in that <laughs> and it'll start to seem like Richard Simmons. Um, is... How long is this short film, and is that something that's just oh, widely available? That, uh, Can we no put idea. a link to that on the Facebook page, or, or was that just a trailer that you had there? What I had was a trailer, okay. so that was really short. Uh, let me look at. So the, it's called uh, it's called the Court Jester, and that is apparently not related to this movie that he's trying to get made here, this biopic. So. Polly has been trying to get Richard Simmons on board. I I don't know what Polly's connection is. It, Maybe he feels like he looks like him, so he wants to naturally do this. curly hair. Who knows? I, I, I will guess. say that what I just heard is exactly what I think a movie like that could be, which is at inspiring. The, at the core of it all, this guy was just a, a had a big heart and was a cheerleader for other people who needed help, and yet caught nothing but crap for it. He was the and butt so of every end, joke. It may end up being a good movie. It'll also, I, I have to believe, make Stern and Letterman and other celebrities who who were, you know, made Bullying him. Bullying him. Yeah, they made him a bit. And I'm not, I don't, I, I don't, I haven't spent a lot of time on this. This is just what I know off the top of my head. So, you know, there might be people out there, even Letterman might be like, I never was mean to that guy. We were great friends. And that was a bit. We wrote the bit. We did the bit. And I never hurt his feelings because I loved him. I don't know. Maybe that's the case. Maybe. I don't think so, though. I always felt like he was the butt of every joke. People would make Richard Simmons jokes all the time and Mm -hmm. and speculate wildly about what his private life was, which he really never shared much of. So anyway, Polly has revealed that he's been trying to get a hold of Richard Simmons that he was, quote, playing phone tag, which, by the way, Richard Simmons is a recluse. He lives in a place. If you really want to get a hold of him, you know, you could write him a snail mail. And if he doesn't write back and if he doesn't pick up his phone, he doesn't want to talk to you. Like, pick up what he's putting down. So Richard is not into this. He released a statement yesterday. This is Richard Simmons, the fitness guru from the 70s and 80s, 
saying, you may have heard they may be doing a movie about me with Polly Shore. I have never given my permission for this movie, so don't believe everything you read. I no longer have a manager, and I no longer have a publicist. I'm just trying to live a quiet life and be peaceful. Thank you for all your love and support. Er, the end. So I don't know if this is this Polly Shore saying I'm doing this with or without this guy's permission. And Polly Shore is saying without. <laughs> I'm sorry. Richard Simmons is saying without. My permission well, and that goes back it. to, <clears throat> pardon me, that goes back to what I think, which is this guy got savaged as a bit regularly, and he probably is, oh, like, there must have been a point where he said, I'm done taking that abuse in order to sell my videos. I've made right. enough money, and I'm, I, my, ment- like, I'm there is a point we all have to decide for ourselves where our mental health is just, we just have to say, no more. And I think that's where that guy's at. I can't take it no more. Right. Like, is it worth it? And if it's not, why do it? Right. Exactly. Well, and especially considering that the guy's, he's a made man. He's got $20 million. Like, why would you ever subject yourself to that? Except that, you know, being isolated is also your own jail cell that that you've created. Like, I, you know, I I really hope he has people around him who care about him and, and supportive satellites and friends and family. Like that, it's actually sort of tragic to think that you couldn't take what you were being, what was being dished out to you. And so instead you hid away and now you're lonely. I'm just, I don't know if I would want to see this movie or not. It sounds depressing. Well, I I think it'd be pretty cool, especially if it's done right. It would, it would make him seem way more heroic than. than, He was trying to do good. Yeah, he was trying to do good. And and it would certainly make, you know, demonize or villainize some, you know, people in the media who maybe. But I also think maybe the people in the media were like, that's the bit. What else are we going to do with the guy? Right. We're not going to have him on to actually do sweating with the oldies. And he wanted to come on. So, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I can see both sides and I could actually see there are probably people. Maybe Letterman and Stern would both be like, I really like that guy. Yeah, I thought we were doing bits on the radio or in the news or on the TV. I didn't know he was. It, it, he kept showing up. I, yeah, we, I thought we were having a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I can't speak to to that. But I, I, that little clip you played, pretty good. Yeah, I know. Actually, it did. It, it, it was it piques your interest. Well, that, look, that little movie is a, a thing that you can watch. So if if your interest has been piqued, and maybe you know Richard Simmons, and you know. I just don't. I feel like even Alex is maybe too young for for Richard yes. Simmons. I don't think so. I think you know Richard. Simmons, uh, yeah, right? I know who he is. I, I wasn't like a you know watching him or anything like that, but I know who he is. Yeah, I saw his infomercials and stuff like that. Oh, I was back when he was selling his VHS tape. Yeah, that's what does that stand for? Video, Video home, home system. System. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. They VHS. say he disappeared in 2014. Cut off his friends. Ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I actually hope that Polly does this and that it it's a success and that Richard comes out of his isolation. Like maybe Polly Shore can save Richard Simmons. There's a I I'm pretty sure there's a podcast about like is Richard Simmons in danger? It's is called it? Missing Richard Simmons. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. How many episodes of that can you do before you're just like right? Well, we're out of stock. Uh, I know there's one season. I think it's about six episodes, <laughs> something like that. Turns Sounds out he's right. in his house. The yeah. end. And he won't right. answer his door. So <laughs> the end. All right, Vinny, what's coming up in the news? So much stuff, including tipping. Oh. 
and more after these. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co-worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. What? Is- Wake up! Thank you. With Sarah and Vinny. Ding, 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 ding. Alice at 97.3. Alice at 97.3. Sarah and Vinny, Alice's morning show, The Fog. Design and Art Fair starts today in Fort Mason. It runs through the 31st. Check out fogfair.com for more information. The Radio Alice Report. What's up, everyone? This Alice Report is brought to you by the Kaiser Permanente San Francisco Half Marathon 10K and 5K. Enjoy fast and scenic courses through the streets of San Francisco. Register today at sanfranciscohalfmarathon.org and use code RADIOALICE. To save 10%. That's Radio Alice. Gets you 10% off your 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 sign up for nice. the Kaiser Permanente San Francisco Half Marathon. Kaiser Permanente. Drive. Drive. All right. So let me, uh, before we get too far from it, the first break we did, uh, the first trash Sarah did was uh, a, kind of about Richard Simmons, Simmons yeah. and about this the search for him because he's become a recluse and this Polly Shore movie that he's trying to get made. And we were all speculating about some things, what we know about him, spitballing, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's some of what people had to say. Um, wrong, Vinny. Richard Simmons was a regular celeb on Howard Stern show till David picked him up only to return to Howard. Oh, I don't know the order of things. Someone else says it was after Letterman sprayed him with a fire extinguisher. And there's no more to that. So I don't know. Good Lord. If that bit was the thing that broke the was the one. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know this guy and I was going off the top of my head, but I, I remember him doing appearances on Stern and I remember him doing appearances on Letterman. The the you know, the the order by which that all happened. I have no idea. Another one says Richard Simmons was hanging with Howard Stern's family and even one of Howard's daughters was named by Richard. Oh, yeah, I don't know that. Friends. I have never Richard Simmons that. had his own talk show from 1980 to 1984 and centered around physical and mental health. Oprah came out two years later, 
pretty much with the same premise for her talk show. Uh, 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 uh. Oprah sizzles. Uh, that's that's about it. I think that covers it. So I, I don't know what the like I said, I was maybe they he was in on the jokes and he's fine and just doesn't want to do. Doesn't want to talk to anybody. Doesn't anymore. want to be famous anymore. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I I don't know either. I feel like he, I feel like he bro- had a break. I feel like there were some crazy things, and then he finally just backed away. Well, maybe I. For me, that would be the reason for the movie. Like, mm-hmm. tell the story. Right. How how this all go? Right. There it is. Like that's a person who uh, culturally was very famous. Clearly made enough money but has decided to just hide in his house? I know. It's strange. I always think to myself, the people who decided that they're hiding in their house uh, uh, probably have like a closet full of costumes they can masquerade as other people. Like, oh, I'm an old lady today. Oh, today I'm a, just a bro in a baseball cap or you know, Oh, you whatever. mean to sneak out of the house? Or? Yeah, to get out of the house oh, and okay. actually go do things. Like just mm. masquerade as someone that you're not. So that you don't have to be Richard Simmons the whole time. Right. What is that? Agoraphobic where you're hiding in the house? Yeah. Is that what that is? Agoraphobia. Yeah. Okay. Right? Isn't it? I think that's I, the name I, of it. A lot of people are agoraphobes. Well, I would imagine there are plenty who went, this pandemic's really working out for me. Uh, I've I really like just, lo- and now <laughs> I'll bet you it ruined it for some people. Like maybe people who had that tendency are like, I've got my whole life dialed and I never have to leave these four walls. I'm right. staying. I'm staying here. The outside right, world so, doesn't work for me. Anyway, there's the text that people wrote in and, and the speculation on Richard Simmons. We're not going to come to the conclusion, any conclusions here, because we don't know the guy. No, but we're talking. That's all we do on the show. Clouds today and rain on the way, Friday through Monday, and they're calling it an atmospheric river, which means, and, and they're even saying it looks like the heavy part of the the, the storm, and this is, you know, so forecasters. Great. But they're saying it could be heavy during the Niner game. At 5 o'clock this Saturday at Levi's. Let's go. The Niners play the Packers, and they, they're they saying it's going to be pouring. Are there ever there. delay of games in football for, for weather? Yeah, they, they postponed the playoff game in Buffalo because of – and if you saw the footage, they showed footage of what the field looked like during the time the game was supposed to be played, and it – it was a whiteout blizzard. Yeah, just well, that absolutely. I can understand. But for what, what do you think about for rain? Like, nope. Are we on um, grass or are we on turf? We're on grass, and and that's gonna be a mud fest. I, I yeah, that's all good. Is it football? Ugh. Oh yeah, it's football. We got CMC, nope. Give and we ball. got a badass running back. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so that's a good thing for us. It's a slip anyway. And slide. The Niners play Saturday at 5 o'clock. The rain is expected Friday through Monday, and there's that. All right. Now, I, I don't know if you ever worked retail, Sarah. I know you did some bartending, and you did. Yeah, you I worked in, in Sears. I, I worked in the, in the ladies' uh, department, and I worked in the hardware department at Sears. I worked retail for many years. Yeah. It was at surf shops, but either way, it was that is a retail job. You're it an pays. interface between the public and the product. And it pays very little. Yes. Minimum wage is what I was paid. (laughs) Paid very little. And maybe if you're lucky, you get discounts on certain things that are in the store. So you can, you know, get a deal on some surf trunks or you start to make connections and get a a wetsuit at, I don't know, 40% off, whatever. Oh my goodness. That's 
wonderful. <laughs> but you're not getting rich there. No. And you're not working hard there. In most situations, you deal with the public, and that would be your – there's your problem. The hardest thing ever was uh, the inventory days when you had to go through and everybody was like all hands on deck. And it, it wasn't even that it was hard. It was that it just took a long time. And it was, yeah. No, we used to know. do that once a year on New Year's. We did that. Counted every single thing in the store. Mm. And then when we switched over to computers, we had to count everything in the store and, and put a barcode to it. Reconcile the whole thing. How Yikes. Many, how many walked out the door under someone's arm, in someone's purse? Now, what I'm getting at is I, 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 I do think those jobs are legitimate. I think they're good jobs. I've been to surf shops today where it's clear that they are hiring anyone who will stand there and do the job. Because if you say, hey, what does this do? They go, oh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah oh. I'm just here wearing the shirt. Right. So it's unfortunate that you don't get the expertise, but, you know, they are trying to pay minimum wage for people to stand around and ring people up. That's what they want to do. So all that said, here is my story about a bride-to-be who goes into a bridal shop. She's engaged. Her name is Ina Josipovic. She goes into a bridal store in Salt Lake City. She didn't disclose the name of the store, but I wouldn't doubt people are going to easily figure this out. She goes to buy this dress. She finds it and she's like, I'm it's I'm sold. I'll take I'm smitten. it. Right. I went shopping for my wedding dress like a week and a half ago and ended up finding my dress at the first store I went to. I'm not joking. When I go to pay, they flip their little iPad around asking for a tip. Oh. Now, I told you this happened to me at a concert yeah. where I was just buying a T-shirt and a poster and the guy flips it to me as, you know, so I'm starting to see this is just a program stores use. And we all have to kind of get with the program that is, if you don't want a tip, say no tip. Like, be ready for it, steal yourself for it, and be ready to say, nah, I don't tip for handing me a poster and a rubber band. Like, Well, you know, especially that. To me, that is outrageous because you waited in that line for an hour and a half. You, The guy reached behind him to grab the poster you wanted and, and handed it to you. Like, that isn't, that's what he's doing. I don't know. I get it. They're not making a ton of money, but that's not your responsibility. You're there right. to buy a thing. So I will say this. When you go find a wedding gown, you, do, you don't just walk into a store and start shopping around. You set up an appointment and somebody fits you. You are, you are put into undergarments. And you stand in a room and they bring you dress after dress and they're bulky and unwieldy and you got to get them put on you. And it, like it takes a, you block out three hours and this person waits on you hand and foot. I actually think that's a valid ask. Hmm. Having only be- been through it once. I <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. The bride to be didn't explicitly reveal how much her dress cost, but the hinted price was. $3,500. So a 20% tip would have been over $700. Well, I would say that maybe someone wouldn't expect a 20% tip. It's not like a restaurant where, you know, you're spending $100 is extra or $20. It's a a, give the person a, a fee or maybe charge that up front, the fitting fee. It just feels like a weird ask. 
So I do think that what you're saying is valid. Sure, you're you're custom working with this person very specifically. You spend three hours with them. That is the job of a person that works retail, though, so I'm a little torn. Yeah. In this case, the lady said, I didn't give 20%. I left I gave her $50. I did the custom tip, gave $50, but left there really bummed because I wasn't prepared. And that's, I guess, part of the reason I'm doing the story. And I sort of now need to get my head around. Don't feel guilted and don't feel like a jerk. If you don't feel comfortable giving someone money for doing what, you know, are we going to start tipping the, to be their... the checker at the, the supermarket? No. Right. And I would argue they're doing way more for you. They bag that stuff a lot of times. There's, you know, they're, they're zipping you through trying to get that line moving. And that just, that's not a job that pays all kinds of money. A checker at a grocery store. I did that for like a, a week. I was like, this I don't like this. My back hurt, and I was making minimum wage. I'm like, nah, I'll find something else. I think I'll bartend. Right. Do something. So one of the this. things that can happen in retail sales is that you might be someone who gets a commission. And I yes. would bet that Bryn's wife, who used to work in high-end luxury wear, probably did get I, – I don't know if she did or didn't, but I would guess. Yeah, it was that- commission-based for a while and bonus and stuff like that. And then I think they switched over. And yeah, when they switched over, times. some disillusion occurred. Yeah, they still got bonus though and goals to meet, and if they hit their goals, they would get have like nice bonuses, mm. very nice. And then they switch back to commission, I think. Oh, but now she's long gone. Right now she mm-hmm. runs a taekwondo studio. Now she's like a mom. She's really doing her mom thing. I see. That's no, exhausting no, by no. itself, you know. Well, yes, it is. Yep. Yes, that's it. A, is. That is a job. Don't let anyway, anybody tips you for that job. Most shops, and I don't. I guess this dress store doesn't. Many places will give a gratuity. A, a regular retail store doesn't. There's no gratuity yeah. or, or, or no uh, commission at a at a surf shop. I sold ten boards today. Good. That's your job. Thanks. That's what you, that's what I'm paying you to do. <laughs> right. So I don't know, but anyway, I just get be ready for this iPad flip and be ready to do what you want. If you think they earned a tip, give them one. But if you yeah. don't, don't. Don't they feel say guilty. that software you can turn off the tip feature. Yeah, but then, then, so this, then no but, one gets guilted into giving you a tip, Bryn. Right, exactly. <laughs> you got to leave but, that on so if you want to be guilting people into that. They are asking. Yeah, they're they are. They're saying, yeah. "Can I have a tip?" Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And you are well within your. Here's the thing: never don't tip at a food place because they haven't given you your food yet. But any place else, it's not like, okay, if, even if they spit on that shirt. Well, you were going to wash it. Oh, come on. At some point. <laughs> just saying. You know, don't feel like you got to tip somebody. For the record, I never once spit on a shirt at the surf shops that well, I worked at. Well, you never once asked for a tip no, either. I didn't. It never even occurred to me. It it's honestly not. never did. In fact, part of the thing that I really liked was that I had unique knowledge about all the things in the store. And I was happy to help people find the thing that worked for them. That was your job. Like that's I, that getting into those conversations was the fun part of the job, right? I think you want this. Let's try this on. Let's try this on. Once you get in there, I'll bring you a few things. Mm-hmm. Try some stuff on. Anyway, all right, moving on. What's a food you cook wrong on purpose? That's a weird sort of thing to come up with, and I maybe you are like, 
it's not wrong. I love it that way. So, right. I don't know. I can't think of, I mean, maybe undercooking meats or something. Is that, uh, do they consider that to be wrong? They're talking about ramen noodles. Oh, they drain that? almost all the water. So it's just noodles and only leave enough water to mix in the flavor packet. Oh, mm. so it's mostly dry, but I don't think there's mm-hmm. anything wrong with that. Yeah, I actually like the I like the soup part, so right. I wouldn't do that, but I can see that. Mm-hmm. Mashed potatoes. One person said they only mash them a little bit. They like chunky mashed potatoes. Oh. Yeah. I see. It's all potatoes, so yeah, I can't see how that would be a problem. I actually, I hate smooth potatoes that have tiny little lumps in them, so I'd rather have big chunks and just be like, I'm eating a chunky bunch of t- potato than have, like, expecting these... I feel so like, particular. yeah, I am. I'm very like, uh, it has to do with like the consistency in my mouth. Like I, I don't so, want whipped potatoes that have like little bits of, I'm like, what is that dirt? Like, or is that just potato? What is that? I don't want to know. Is it a, is it a potato, just sir. potato? <laughs> is it, is it <laughs> dirt? Is it a tick? Like what, <laughs> what is that? I don't want to know. Just like Riley makes smashed potatoes, which he leaves the, he leaves the uh, skin on. And he cooks them, and then he smashes them down, and then he put, mixes them up with oil and butter and puts them in the oven and <laughs> crisps them up. Like, oh, that's how you eat potatoes. That Salt. Good. Oh, oh, that's good. You you like that. Yes, because it's clearly like that kind of just barely, not mashed, just kind of smashed. <laughs> that one more is more likely to have dirt in it, though. Whatever. You know what, the, though? It's know, all mixed in with the other chunklets. Right. So oh boy. I'm, able, so I'm able to... Choke that down. You're very particular. Well, I am a French pain, fries. huge pain in the ass. Most oh. people like them crispy, but some people say they like them undercooked. They like them floppy and kind of raw. No, they Where? don't. Well, that's what right. they say. I like some of the floppy ones at McDonald's. What? Yeah. They have it crispy, and then there's some like leftover floppy ones. I'm like, oh, this is nice and soggy. <laughs> oh my god! You I like it? I don't want to describe my food as soggy and be like, "Yeah, it's soggy." I'm like, "It's kind of enjoyable." I don't know why. Overcooking food is another thing that people do. Toast, burnt? No thanks. No, no, no. Eggs, dried, completely out. Oh. I I don't want runny eggs, but I don't want burnt eggs either. Pasta to make it really soft. That is disgusting. I yeah, like... because it just becomes so gushy. Bleh. Yuck. Boo. Our text number is 800 <laughs> Undercooking eggs. Yeah, yuck. That's on the list. I don't like the, the egg that. googlies, you know. I, yeah, I really, I I, But I do want moisture in my scrambled eggs. There is that perfect point between these are moist but That's cooked. Hot. And these are completely dried out and actually starting to get brown on one side. I don't want that. That's overdone. 707 is making a point that I didn't really think of. It's the owners who pay low wages that leave the virtual tip jar open to guilt customers. That's They're doing it for the employee who is paid minimum wage. So mm. the owners are happy to have that system in place. Okay. I always think, too, that mm. because that system's there and I know that that person just has like They've got access to it, but they're not in there and figuring out how much money. I don't know if there's a running tally. I always feel like maybe the owner of the restaurant's just asking for that, and maybe it doesn't get shaken down to the employees. It's just their way of getting more money out of you. But I'm and probably s- wrong, as usual. 
Well, someone is saying, but wouldn't that person at the bridal store make a commission on the dress sale? Yeah, one would think. think. I would, and that's think. the way. At a thirty-five hundred dollar dress, you'd think they're making a commission, then, and the tip shouldn't be necessary. But right. That's where the guilt comes in. Uh, like, can and this you, if person did work hard, right? Let me ask you this: If it's okay for them to ask you for a tip, is it okay for you to ask? Did you make commission on this? I think that's fair. Actually, will you be making a commission on this dress? Yeah. Oh, you do? No hmm. tip. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, and actually, I'm kind of surprised that, I mean, maybe they don't, they, I don't know. It feels like the appointment does take a lot of time and a lot of personal effort from one person or, or a team of a couple people who fit the bride-to-be. And they may not sell the dress at all. They might do all that work and you don't buy your dress there. So I wonder if there could be like a fitting fee that you pay just to have the appointment and then it's deducted from the price of the dress if you, if you do if you buy a dress. It. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm not in that business. I'm, try, I'm sure they're trying to squeeze all the money they can. Out of, how many times do you buy a wedding dress in your life? I mean, really, hopefully, hopefully once, lot, right? right? But realistically, two or three times. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm all for, uh, in my head anyway, and I'm not in this situation. I'm currently married, but I do think if you have a. You don't get it right the first time. I can see why someone would try a second time. A third, fourth, and fifth? That's a no, Bob. I don't know why you did. That's your, That's a mental problem, I think. Yeah. What are that's you doing? That's crazy. No, stop doing that. Don't do that. 707 says, they ask for tips at frozen yogurt shops where you do all the work and all they do is ring you up. Oh, they John weigh it, Petaluma. too. They, they do weigh it, though, John. I mean, Actually, they have to... the weigh is on your side of the register. Though, oh, so God, <laughs> you weigh it, and then they ring it up. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so um, I don't – all the, the one that I think, I'm thinking of, all that person does is ring me up. I have the card thingy on this side, so I go boop, and then they hand me two spoons. Oh, Here you go. Two spoons for your order. Okay, so no tip it, so for you. a dollar a spoon. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no tip for you. Anyway, what's coming up in the trash, Sarah? Oh, Kanye, what have you done? <laughs> blah blah blah. Get up, wake up with Sarah and Vinny. Legit, yeah. yeah. Alice at ninety-seven three. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.